three, two, one. Welcome back to Worst Take. We are on episode seven now. We have come a long way. And I am joined once again by Victor Messi. Yo, what's up, guy? Self-proclaimed most underrated player. <laughs> we don't have any trades this week to uh, report on, which is a change from the normal routine that we've been doing, which is good. We can hopefully finish this in a quicker amount of time. So yeah, let's get right into the week five results on Jardim and Effigy. First game was my team versus LBT, and a bit of a disappointment. Uh, we got a split. We took Jardim by only one cap. It, we kind of played not very well in game one half two, but we played well enough, and we were able to secure that win pretty much dominated them in game one half one so was happy with that performance but then on the other map effigy we kind of just collapsed losing 14 to 6 kind of an embarrassing score line that map is definitely not a good fit for us it's really it's easy to cap if you're if your flag is out of base and the other team doesn't have their flag out of base and it's really hard to cap if both flags are out of base because you can run in a circle and hold forever. And with a defense like mine that's not the strongest at prevent, it made it really hard to play that map. And our typical strategy of playing OD didn't work very well because there's so many capping routes off like walls and stuff. So not the result I was hoping for there, but I was still pretty happy about how we played to start the game. LBT, obviously not one of the stronger teams, but they were ninth, and I think they still are in ninth place, yeah. But I don't think they're that bad. They, they were pretty good. Uh, their O, O, and D were pretty solid overall, so it was not an easy game, and hopefully we will pick it up a little bit. We haven't been playing as well as the first two weeks of the season, but hopefully we can pick it up during these last two weeks, it'll also be a little harder because we did lose Aster for the entire season. He will be in Europe and unable to play, so King Krull, a.k.a. Tag Prof, will be getting the call-up and playing our 18 minutes. He's been destroying on B-team, so I think he can... hope he can replicate that same success on A-team, but we will see what happens with our new lineup, but I don't think it'll be that much different. So, yeah. Wait. Did I start, did this come out at the last minute, or was this already, um, on his sign-up? Uh, nah, this was just a last-minute thing. He told me on Tuesday, so I thought that was probably the first day he he knew. He told me after the game, so. If, oh, if, if he had known earlier, if he had known earlier and just didn't tell me and prevented me from getting, like, Overkill or Beast one free agency, I'd be pretty mad, but I don't think he'd, he'd do that. He so. Yeah, that's unfortunate, though. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw the first game, and it was, I think you guys did, like, had a strong lead in the first half, and then they slowly started coming back in the second half, but you guys locked it down. Uh, Towards the end to make sure they didn't cap. And then the second one, didn't look at it, but they kind of blew you out. So, 
it's a little rough look, but I mean, it's a community map, so like no one really has experience playing it. Yeah, we're, we're, but we're, we are way better on this, this other map, Clementine, that we are playing this week, so yeah. hoping to get a better result there. Yeah, I don't know. You almost got swept when you called the sweat last week, which is what made me yeah. laugh um, when I thought about it, but then I was like, eh, he still got the split, barely, but yeah, they're looking better now, LBT. Um, next matchup, 80 Degrees versus Capriliers. I believe, who who only, who played this week? Did any of somebody play this week, or? Oh, they were missing Big Brother, right? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think they were missing Big Brother that night, so they put what? in Button. Yeah, the, that is correct. Basically the same, yeah. basically the same skill level. Mm-hmm. Except um, not on Dallas Butters, or... But Button has lag issues on Dallas, so. Oh. Even on the Wi-Fi is not weird. Um, but yeah, uh, Cat Brothers took the sweep here, fifteen to six in the first game on Zardom, and eight to five on uh game two for Effigy. Um, it seemed like Cat Brothers were just very uh controlling and uh knew what they were doing with the good pace uh. I mean, they they just uh, proved that they could be a really good team. Uh, 80 degrees, though, was the top team at the beginning, but I don't know if it's uh, what happened. They're not playing as good as they used to. They're just not getting those wins. So uh, I think um, it's, it's probably like a scrim, according to Butter. I heard them in TPM last night, but they haven't scrimmed as much, so that's uh, hurting them a little bit. But I think they're still a top contender as long as they – keep scrimming, then they should be able to bounce back, you know. But, um, Capriliers looking strong, especially with Beast Mode, getting with the 100 owners, so. Uh, yeah, hopefully they bounce back in, the uh, next two weeks to, uh, stay in a playoff race, and, uh, Capriliers looking to be a favorite and a strong contender for playoffs, or the Nooper here, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm still not ready to call this team real. Uh, I still think they're a fraud and they're not actually good. I'm never going to call these guys good until they actually beat my team, and no name refuses to set up scrims with us, so I guess we'll have to wait till the playoffs to hopefully get a matchup between our two teams. Next, he doesn't want to scrim you because he, he thinks your team's bad. No, nah, he, he said he didn't want to scrim because he only intros except versus Dusk's team and Graham's team, and he also wants to leave the hype for the playoffs, which, I mean, I understand, but I also want to get some answers now. But, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that team. All right, next matchup, Manipulation Station versus Puppet Capsters. Pretty close. Uh, it, it was a split. Puppet Capsters taking Jardim 10-9, and Manipulation Station taking Effigy... 10 to 5, so the only half that was not, that was decided by more than one cap was game to half one, and the Nips took that one 6 to 2, so that really made the difference in the uh, second game, so. I mean, I mean, Puppet Casters are always been one of those middle teams that beat some people and lose to some people, but. 
and they aren't like really good or really bad ever. So I guess in that sense, it's not a surprising result. If you just look at the standings, you would think that Nip would get the sweep being seven points higher than Puppet Captures, but I'm not really surprised that it was a split. I don't actually remember what I called, but we su it was just a game of prevent uh, prevent for uh both defenses. It looks like I don't have the stat pages up, but. Probably it was just a prevent fest uh, for potato chip and unit, and <laughs> honestly, I, I've, I have no idea. I didn't watch this game. I, it's not really much to say, like, one way or the other. It was a pretty normal, pretty normal result uh, with manipulation states and taking a win by a bigger margin definitely so that they have the Higher upside, but also not an unbeat, not like a certified top team. That this tier of teams that kind of have a chance at the Nooper, but probably won't win it, is very big. So, yeah, there's not really much else to say about this matchup. Both teams, Puffcasters are not actually guaranteed to make the playoffs. Um, Pretty sure Nip is, if I remember HD's post correctly. But Public Captures are only four points out from being in ninth place if LBT gets a good week against LST, which they probably will this week. Then they may be in trouble. So every game batter, bannering here, clearly. But Public Captures getting enough done. Very strongly looking at making one of those. Five, six, seven. One of those spots will be their final uh, position at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of it. I think I watched the whole thing, but um, uh, the first match. I mean, the first game was really uh back and forth. You know, cap left and right and shit. They're just going back and forth and um. I think Nips were like had most of the momentum for it, but the most they had some mistakes that cost them caps for uh both halves. This well, especially the first half, but they started, they cleaned it up a bit in the second half, but it wasn't enough to uh get the comeback and uh win. So uh yeah, because you can definitely tell it was close, but one cap. But uh yeah, if they didn't make those mistakes, they would have uh got that win there. Against puppy capsters, but uh, good job by them to uh, keep the caps coming in to uh, take the win. And then, uh, Effigy, uh, this were just in control the whole time and uh, just uh, played very well, so they took that win uh, uh, pretty strongly. So, yeah, uh, I don't know, I just think once Nips clean up their mistakes, um, uh, I think they're definitely a top two team here as long as they like clean it up they said that they have a really strong run for the nooper but um yeah puppet capture still a pretty solid team um i think you've gone over crazy. your time limit but um yeah <laughs> move on they still look good that was only like 30 seconds boy <laughs> oh yeah also one other thing but n wanted me to shout him out in the 
in the podcast. And I just wanted to say he did good uh, this week on 18, 76 owners, six caps, you know, good sub. But uh, unfortunately, you guys didn't get the win. But I don't know, 76 owners is kind of bad. It's not that bad. It's it's like above. It's like uh, not good. It's like above average. That was a rough night for them. So eh. okay, and next next matchup. Next matchup. Next matchup. Uh, Young Hotties versus Legends of the Split in Temple. Young Hotties taking the sweep here. Um, winning nine to eight on Jardim and uh, winning eleven to six on Effigy. LST having a six cap lead again after game one, half one, eight to two, but then they uh lose seven to zero in the next half, which resulted in uh Yadis taking that win there. Uh, I actually don't know what happened, but uh the team was frustrated. The team was frustrated, or um because they blew a six cap lead uh in just one half and couldn't get anything going to, got no caps at all so. They were just upset that uh they blew that lead away in that win. But uh with Frozen as the new pickup, he's looking really solid and uh I think this team will get better as the season goes on. Oh yeah, we also got Randy. And I think he did uh he didn't have the best stats, but I still think he played pretty solid, you know, the little things. And um in game two, we tied three to three in the first half, but uh yeah, he took eight um, got eight to three in the second half. So yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just been the thing the whole season where we would have like a three cap lead or more than that in like the first half, and then when we come to the second half, we just somehow like blow away the lead and let the other team get the win for the game. And um, yeah, so it's a rough look, but hopefully we uh clean that up real quick for these last two weeks and get like two sweeps so I can we can have a good chance and we can play on but that's a rough look for us and good job by young hotties. Um I still think my team can do good. It's just obviously try to keep the leads and I think we're definitely a really good team. But nah your 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 team is screwed they're the done season's over for them. No chance No they still have a chance I think and I don't right. know if Young Hotties are the second best team, but I will see this week for myself because we play them. All right, final matchup of the week. BTC versus Weed the People. The Rick G effect is real. Uh, it was a split. Weed the People taking game one 14-5, but BCC coming back for game two victory 11-7. to uh, BCC losing game one half one 10-1. But then moving out Perpetualist, putting Rick G in, and then they never lost a half after that. Tying a four to four in game one half two, taking game one half one four to nothing, and tying game two half two seven to seven. Another pretty high scoring, high scoring uh, week it looks like. Looks like for eighteen, but I guess that's what happens on Jardinon and uh, Effigy. So I I don't really know what to make of this. I I'm. Definitely know that uh we that BCC's lineup is going to be Rick G, Prime, A D, and uh whoever I didn't say yet, Space Tiger. Because that they had pretty good success there, so kinda 
kind of not sure what to make of this game. Um, we the people did look good for a while, but they also, but also having that four nothing half kind of hurt them. So both of these teams are low middle teams. Will probably both make the playoffs, although BCC may not, may not. Not not really sure how this end of the season stuff is going to work out. We people in eighth place is ten points, and BCC in seventh place is eleven points, and then LBT is in ninth with nine points. So all very close at the bottom of the standings here. BCC maybe for real. Uh, we scrimmed them on Thursday. I think we won most of them on these next two maps, and so. Not sure how the, that will work out for them this week. And for We the People, kind of just what we've been seeing throughout the entire season. They've exploded for a few games, but then when they haven't exploded, they've just quietly lost. So I don't think either team, either of these teams are real contenders. I'm not scared of either of them, but... it'll This will, be, this will prove to be an important matchup for these... Uh, this playoff contention race between really four teams at the bottom, really five teams at the bottom of the uh, standings. So now, really, really only four because your team's out. So yeah, very interested to see what happens with both of these teams in the coming weeks. But don't think any of them will make it past round one of the playoffs. Yeah, um, I mean, what is it? Did, did, is it, so you said BCC had a perp play the first half? Yeah, and they lost and into one, and then they put Rick in, and they started to win. Well, was it Anthony Davis? Well, it was first perp, Rick, uh, perp Anthony Davis, right? And then Space Tiger Prime? Yeah. And then, uh, they switched that perp for Rick. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, I think just Rick is more experienced, especially at the 18 level, so he knows how to, um, you know, play at the level better, and so, uh, it helped him out as the series went on after the first half, you know, either tying or winning the halves. Um, you, uh, we, the people, still looking really good. Oh, uh, they got the split here, though, so, yeah, but, um. I don't know. I, I think I would be happy, proud about, happy about this for BCC because they started playing better with the new lineup and pickups they got. So, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Both teams are getting better, and uh, they should. I think we the people definitely makes playoffs, and then BCC. I don't know. Could be. Has probably gonna have to like be close. Hello? This is the part where you move on to the BC mass up. Yeah, sorry, I had to do something real quick. Um B team matchups right now. Uh first one the week. Bohemian Cap City versus Lead the People. VCC taking the sweep. Um let's just say uh BCC is kinda stacked right now. Their B team. Uh they got uh 
with the new pickups they got free agency in the trade, they have uh they have who was it, Adarsh and Perpra to be team. I believe. Yeah, and, then, and uh, Rig. Well, Rick already started playing B team like two like two weeks ago or so. But uh, yeah, they have so they have a lineup of Luke Mu, Perp, Rig defense with Cell obviously, and then they have an offense of uh, a Darsh slash active, Loki, Super Thirty Two, and uh, Penis Wings, and that's it, right? No, I think so. Yeah. So that's pretty much a really like strong three-man rotation for the top three for each position. And then the fourth options for those positions are solid depth players. So um, looking really good for BCC here. With the people, uh, they're not, they don't have their star player EXO anymore. So um, yeah, that's rough. And uh, yeah, they just haven't been looking at uh, Good for the rest of the season, so I think they're they're already out of playoffs, right? Uh, sure. I I think they have like an eighty one ten thousand chance of making it or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hope's not over officially, but they're they're yeah. they're done. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's most likely they're done for the season, but I mean, you know, what can you do? But um, yeah, BCC dominated game one, thirteen and eight. Uh, game two, eight to one, and game three, fourteen and six. So, like I said, they just had good control of the pace on the game, played well, and uh, you know, got the win and sweep in the end. Uh, the other TP though didn't get shut out completely, so that's at least uh, good for them, but yeah, rough season. And uh, you know, sorry you guys had to uh, rough season, but hopefully, you enjoyed the rest of it, and uh, yeah. All right, next oh. matchup, Young Hotties versus LST. LST getting the sweep. Uh, close game one, 98. Uh, blowout in game two, 13-3, and pretty handy win in game three, 8-4. Uh, LST actually having more than, like, five people show up. They had a red coat. They had soccer. They did not play at all. Yeah, we did. We haven't played. So that's that's a that's a lot of players than what you guys are used to, but you still got it done, which is pretty impressive. Seeing as those players are not really starting caliber, but I guess Sadness knew how to either coach them up to be good good enough, or put them in the right with light right lineups or whatever to make their impact be canceled out by their better players. So. By now, it's pretty clear that LST, my team, and BCC are the top three B teams, and it's not even close. No one else has a real chance of making the the booper or winning it, so... Well, Yeah, I mean, the season's kind of over on B team. There's only three teams that can win it, I think, and your team is definitely one of them. Another pretty impressive performance against a team that just got ghosted in the free agency. Also getting tagged, but they have. But Ghost is a pretty big pickup, adding to the not already stacked lineup with Tinder and Joe Hobo and Hibana and somebody else that I'm forgetting. Um. I don't know. 
But yeah, young Harry's kind of questionable that they couldn't win at least a game against LFT now that they have LFT has so many people and they can't just play their five best players the entire game like they did in past weeks. Six so players. six or five or whoever we consider to be good, but yeah, if I'm Graham, I'm a little concerned about how this is gonna end up going. They also play my team this week, so they may may be in a little bit of trouble, but they do. They are only in in seventh place, and LBT is only uh four points behind them. So looks like the similar to eight team. There's one team that's out of the playoffs in We the People, but spots. But the last three spots are being fought for hard by four teams, and it's very unclear who's going to be left out. So. Very, very uh, bad result for young hotties here. Definitely not ideal, seeing as their schedule coming up. Yeah. Um. I think you were talking about for the who the other, uh, their the fourth player for young hotties starting playing up. But I don't think he played this week. No. Oh, it's but, it's, um, it's Frodo Ball, and so he wasn't there. Yeah. I don't think he was. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, he wasn't there. But um. I don't know, we just, I mean, so Nas just, had, you know, he had stuff in real life, but he came back with, like, the weekend to, like, warm up, scream, you know, get him, himself back in shape, and he was still a little rusty, but um, he still did pretty fine, you know, did a little things, and then soccer, uh, he, so he didn't know, like, he was picked up by a team, so I, until I messaged him. And I was like, yo, I was like, you know, you're in our team, right? And he was like, what? And then he was like, when is this? Blah, blah, blah. And so I just, we got him uh, invited to our team server. And uh, this was the day of the game. So he just came to the pregame scrims. And uh, he has the mechs. And uh, he did pretty fine. You know, obviously stuff to work on, but he's a rookie. But he's got the mechs for sure. So I uh, can't wait to see what he turns into. At least by the end of the season. And, yeah. Um, Stink couldn't show up, and uh, Borges was on vacation, so we didn't have them. Wow, and but, you said, uh, even of Borges, that's a pretty big loss. Yeah, Still. Borges was on vacation. Stink had uh, medical stuff, and um, so we had to put Fragrant on defense. Wow, that's a, that's a very impressive victory, then. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we did well as a team, and... Uh, the first one was a butt clencher in the second half because we put in a uh, me, Nas, Redco, I think, and uh, soccer. So it was like our D three depth players and then me. And oh man, it was so so close. Like, whew, did you carry? Did you yeah. carry them to a victory? Uh, I don't know if I carried them, but I did. Uh, okay, I- I'll tell you, I did at least have one six save for sure. Okay, next matchup. Yeah, we did good in, uh, what's it, Young Hotties? I mean, I think they missed the players, so, I don't know. They, they're they still pretty solid, just unfortunate, but yeah. Next matchup. <laughs> they should do good for the rest of the season. 
All right, third matchup here, Manipulation Station versus Puppet Capsters. Nips taking the sweep here, winning game one, 17 to 10, game two, seven to nine, nine to seven, and game three, seven to three. Um, Nips, I think they only had four players show up, unfortunately. So they had they just played for the full 60 minutes. I believe it was so, I mean, I believe it was Smoji, Lamatron, Amago, and Poet. So that's like basically like I think they're top four. Well, Smoji's but, not a top top three, and then like a seventh ball or something. Oh, well, I don't know because the rest of the team didn't show up, so he's basically there. <laughs> yeah, he may have to be. Now. He may have to be the actual starter. Yeah, but he looked pretty solid. But um, anyways, yeah, they couldn't. They just had four players, so they just played them the whole time. Puppet Capsters, I think. Who are they missing? I don't know if Karamat played the whole game or if he only came in the last, I mean, the whole series or if he just came to the last game because he was at a, like, baseball or football game. And then Carl hasn't shown up since, like, week two or something like that. What? They need to ban that dude. That dude literally always goes. Mm. I don't know. But I think I had, I don't think I've seen him play since, like, week two, according to stats. And, um,. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if it's just their top four now, you could say. Since obviously, oh, I don't think they're top four, but it's what he is. But I think he still is a really solid uh, player. So, yeah, they just uh, played well and smart throughout the whole time and uh, got a solid win here, which is a good look for them going up in the standings. And um, it's also a good look that they'll be a good playoff team with uh, their starting players. So, yeah, Puppet Capture's looking a little rough. I mean, it was still pretty close in the first two games, but uh, – oh, wait, not the first game, but the second game was pretty close. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just they're missing some of their starting players or what's going on, but yeah, – Yeah, it's not uh, – a look, good look, so – They'll probably be a middle-of-the-pack team, make playoffs, like, barely, and then it's probably, be like, upper-middle half, so I'm not too worried about the Nips here, but, yeah. Yeah, that is what looking like. Uh, their depth depth play for public captures is not, not as good as uh, three of the top B-teamers, which is definitely um, expected. All right, next matchup, 80 Degrees versus Capillaries. Um... Capillaries took game one, seven to nine with big game one half to winning that one, six to one. But wow! And that was against. Um, it looks like they put in both of the starting lineups for, uh, game one half to Ducky Chops and T Swift Button versus Omnivore Circling Swift and Dwarf. So it looks like, uh, Capillaries are just better. They just have the better starters. But then, in the second game, 80 Degrees completely turned it around, winning it 19-1, to which may be the biggest uh, scoreline difference that I've seen th- this season. I'm not sure if we, the People's B-Team, has gotten killed that badly, but this was just complete demolishing and. After being completely demoralized by that game, Capillaries uh, were not able to take the third game, but it was only 10-8, to 8, so pretty respectable, so 
Holy fuck. Uh, I th- yeah. Looking at the lineups, it, the lineups really do tell the story. It was the Capitals' depth players aren't very good, but their starters are really good. And 80 degrees is more solid all the way uh, throughout. So, from the standpoint of playoffs, that looks better for Capitals. Like we said earlier, they are fighting for their lives at and currently in eighth place in the standings, only hanging on to that spot by one point. So if they can get in, which they probably will, I still think LB- Capoliers. Yeah, I still I still think LBT is going to miss, but it, it'll be a close finish. Then maybe maybe a pretty scary team because when you circlay, what a circlay omnivore, twist and dwarf. That's a very strong. B team lineup. So if they if the captain opts to not rotate, then maybe they may be a pretty scary team to face in the playoffs. That game one victory showed us, and then eighty degrees is after my team swept them. I said or won seven to two against them. I said they weren't bad, and look at look at this. They've been doing very well the past uh two weeks. Getting what seven points last week and six points this week, so definitely one of the better teams in the league. Uh, fourth place in the standings, I think that's accurate. They'll pr- they'll probably be the foci four team that gets killed by probably your team or whoever f- ends up finishing in first place. So not not someone not, not a team I think can win the championship just because of how they performed against. My team, I think, and but definitely one that will probably advance through the first round of the playoffs and may give whoever they play in the Foci for a good run for their money, but ultimately lose. Yeah, um, I don't know. Who is it? Sir Clay, Swiss, Omnivore, and Dorf, which is a pretty good lineup. I mean, I think when they put their like top teams in. They like definitely could compete. Um, I mean, I think it's obviously a map that like community maps, which people don't really scream, especially like it's the first time that it comes that season, so like they don't know how to play it. And um, yeah, you could see by the scores in there, but uh, uh, Kepler still look pretty solid. At least their top four look pretty solid. Uh, eighty degrees have a solid top, solid top six. So uh, yeah. They uh, played well, and uh, I think they both should make playoffs. But yeah, good teams in games. Um, last matchup of the week is uh, Land Before Timers versus Miami Dolphins. Miami taking the sweep here, winning uh, game one, 18 to 5, game two, 16 to 3, and game three, 15, 13 to 5. Um, yeah, cool. it's just uh really uh how should I say it? Yeah, that's that's complete demolition. Uh, yeah, that's it's just word you're very uh bad for LBT there, just getting destroyed in every game. Which is I think the only this is the only like series throughout the whole season where like the team got blown out in every game, right? Or no, right? I don't think Pro- so. No, we the, we the people, people probably, probably. Yeah, they probably gotten killed. 
Yeah, like a lot in the other weeks, but um, yeah, um, I don't know. LBT just they can't for some reason produce enough on offense. I think, and um, which is what costs them. Which is like a major thing in the team getting a win, producing a lot of stuff on offense to like you know get caps or just prevent the other team from capping because you have the flag and all so like I don't know it's just uh I don't know they just they make they need to make some changes but it might be too late into the season to trade and all right I think last week was the, no week four was the last week to trade I think or so well yeah the the deadline's passed so yeah so I don't know, because they go against my team next week, which, you know, you never know what the result is, but if we go based on how the season's gone for both of the teams, it's, I don't, they, if they want to get a chance at playoffs, then they'll win at least, like, two out of three, right? Or just, like, at least, you know, for the next two weeks, so, uh, I don't know, it's just not a good look for them getting destroyed like that, but, um, you guys did well, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys definitely one of the top four teams, top three, top two. I don't know exactly. I would say like top three for now, because you know, BCC yeah. and MIT, the top three but, teams uh, are pretty close. Yeah, but um, yeah, you guys played well. LBT have a chance of make playoffs, but they have to play really well these next two weeks in order to qualify for them. And yeah, yeah. If you look at game one, my team scoring nine times within four minutes and twenty five seconds, which is kind of insane. There, the other team well, said should, what? The other we scored nine times in game one, half one within four minutes and twenty five seconds. Nice, nice. That's pretty insane. And yeah, this was the best I've ever seen a Miami B team ever play. We were just on. We were on fire. We were playing smart. We were playing well. We were having good mechanics. We were running pups, and everything was going well. Uh, LBT shouldn't be like this easy to beat. Uh, their lineup is good. They have Crowman, Wheel and Timmy from the free agency, Laser Pig, Homer J, and Black Magic slash Garrett. So exactly. I don't. Yeah, the, and then Zach32 wasn't very good. He kind of hurt them for Game 2 and Game 3. And I think Snake's dude, who had a great statistical week, Week 1, he only played 20 minutes, I, I'm pretty sure at least, and he wasn't very yeah. good, so... I mean, he seems solid, it's just... Yeah, but my my team my team is just way too good. We are the clear favorite for the blooper ball at this point in time, especially when we uh... we we have a very solid six man uh rotation. I don't even know what our starting lineup is. Do I play Ice Flat or do I play uh J twenty four Gordon? Do I play Gospel of Juke or do I play Cooler? It's all. A lot of a lot of question marks for who the, my starting four are, but it probably won't matter since we are the best team in the league by far, and we're gonna win the championship. But yeah. real realistically, it's gonna be a really close battle between me, you, and BCC. So I'm really excited. This will be one of the most exciting B team seasons in a recent memory just to how close the top three teams are. But let's get into predictions for week six. We have Transilio twenty twenty, uh 
classic staple of one of the be one of the best maps in the game, if not the best map. And then Clementine, the other community map made by Ouch My Balls, way better than Effigy in my opinion. More balanced, mm -hmm. harder to harder to rack up caps on, and base structure is just better. That get the gate's a little weird because the button's pretty far away from the actual gate itself, but. <laughs> That's the only yeah. part that I'd change if I had the ability to. So, yeah, let's get r into the predictions. Uh, first matchup: LBT versus LST. Um, the two worst teams in the league. Well, yeah, at least that's the standings today. I'm not sure. I'm ready to call LBT the second worst team in the league. We they they were good last week. We played them. Uh, so I I'd, I'd say that I think they'll make the playoffs still and playing against LST, who I they're just done getting frozen, definitely helped them a lot, but they weren't able to execute against Young Hotties despite having a a lead and I just don't think that fl chip magnitude D is very good and Randy Frozen is an okay offense but they can they'll be pretty well handled by LBT's defense, so I don't know if it's going to be a straight sweep, and I don't, it's not going to be a straight sweep, um, but LBT's still going to win. I'll give them a 5-1 to one LBT taking, um, taking Transilio due to their more experienced and older players, and taking Clementine, but in overtime, because LST's new lineup probably isn't bad enough to get completely swept by this team, but I still think that they don't have a chance of winning. So five to one is the final prediction. Alright, um I'm gonna say uh I don't know. Our team definitely Looked rough last week, but um, I mean, as the as uh, so there was potential that we could have done well. Um, we won. We were we almost won game one, you know. But anyways, uh, I think LBT obviously popped off last week, almost getting the sweep there. Um, I mean LBT obviously looking good right now. Us, not so much, but if uh, we go by how we, if our peak performance, then uh, I think we could take a split here against LBT, but um, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup, I believe, from the lower seats, so yeah. Alright, next matchup, 80 degrees versus Manipulation Station, uh, two teams that are pretty even in the standings both within two points of each other, hovering around that middle-of-the-pack range from third to fifth place, so... But any of them could vault into first with the sweep and uh, some other results going their way, so... This game definitely has some a lot of implications for what the top of the leaderboard will look like for a team at the end of the season, but... I don't think either of these teams are significantly better than the other. Manipulation Station does have four solid players and two really good players, and 80 Degrees being has in the Sunday is individually one of the best, if not the best, player in the league, and a, a very, an above-average defense. Their prevent skills will show up. 
And so not, I, overall, I don't think either team is good enough to get a sweep or bad enough to get swept. So I'll just call a regular split 80 degrees taking, God, I don't know, 80 degrees taking Clementine because it's, I think it's a little harder to play, I think it's a little easier to play prevent on that map, that map, and Butter turned and Chucky will be able to keep the Vigan base better, and the Manipulation Station will take Transilio Gilly with those portals, and that boost will be really hard to stop, and I trust Potato Chip to, to be able to get those hard reads in base, so, yeah, that's my prediction, a split. Alright, um, both pretty solid teams. I think Nips are the stronger team by a good amount uh, here. I just had on some unfortunate weeks to split. But, um, I think, honestly, I think Nips will take game one and then will lose in overtime on game two. So they'll take four out of the, uh, four to two this week. Um, I just think, um, I think, you know, Chancel is a map that everyone knows, so they know how to play. I think they should do well there. And then game two, I think uh, um, just because, like, you know, um, just to get recognized the map and all, uh, the NIS might struggle a little more. At least there's, um, you know, just because uh, I think that team is more mechanical than, like, than, like, playing smart, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, they're still good. Like, they're smart enough, but I think they rely more on the mechanics. At least, um, Gilly Ball and, uh, Soch. But, um, I think they should still do, like, it would be close in game two whether they take it overtime, but 80 degrees probably take the win there. I mean, I don't know. 80 degrees been looking rough, and who knows if they're going to scrim much this week at all. So, it might cost them, uh, the series here, but who knows. I mean, I still think Nips could take four, four to two here. Alright. Next matchup is Capillaries versus BCC. It may be time to finally look at the standings and uh, make a prediction that actually makes sense based on them. I'm still not ready to call Capillaries a nuper contender, as I've said as I said before and will continue to say throughout the entire season. But Eventually, you gotta recognize that numbers don't lie, and they are in the first place in the standings, and they're playing an opponent that had a two-sided week last week. Uh, their current lineup is their better one, it looks like, just from the stores, although, scores, although Perpetuos is still good, so kind of sucks not being able to have him in, but with so many 18-level players, kind of... Kind of just how it works. So, Capillaries have been on a hot streak. They haven't lost very much. Uh, Beast Mode playing well last week. Real Duck succeeding first in Prevent last week, I think, for the weekly defensive stats. And Irony, Irony is always solid. Burton Bork's still the worst player in the league, but he's getting carried enough. So, I think I have to take Capillaries here, sadly. I didn't want to do it, but I have to. Uh, we'll take them 4-2. to two. They will take... Uh, they'll take Transilio because I trust 
irony and real dox mechanics in the bases to give them better success, and they will lose in overtime to BCC, partly because pretty sure BCC plays better on Clementine after we scrimmed them on the Thursday, and I think that it's, that map's a little more calm, so it will fit the style of AD and Rick more, so Capilier's taking 4 out of 2 points. Actually, no, I don't want to give Burton Port the satisfaction of me predicting his team to win the game. We're calling a regular split here. Capilier's taking Trans, BCC taking Clementine, 3-3 three to three, three to three split. Mm, I don't know, Capitalists have been hot, though. But, um, they are, but I also can't pick them yeah. because I need to maintain that they're a fraud team. So you're admitting that they are good, but you don't want to? Kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I don't want to pick them. Um, I don't know. Uh, Capitalists hot, obviously. BTC looking a little better with the new lineup they have now. Um. What? No. Currently being intervened by Victor Messi's mom. Uh, stand by. Yeah, it's going on mute. So, uh, we will move on to the next game and hope that he can make a return sometime soon to make his predictions. Alright, next game is my team versus... Oh, wait, no, he's back. Okay. Um, sorry about that. Um, Capriliers, BCC. Oh, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup here, obviously, with the new lineup BCC has, but... I'm going to give Capriliers 4-2 to two here. Uh, obviously winning Transilio, but losing Clementine in overtime. Okay. Um, Next matchup, my team versus Young Hotties. Uh, two of the top four teams. I'm pretty sure my team is still top four team in the standings. Uh, yes, we are. Okay. Two top four teams here. Uh, Young Hotties has had a lot of success recently with their uh new lineup which I believe is finalized. Freak, Nagadi, Jason, Deptonico. We scrimmed them like two weeks ago and they pretty sure they won most of them. But we also have a new lineup in is it better, is it worse? I'm not really sure. King Curl and Aster are probably about the same level, so I don't think it'll be a draft change one way or the other. But Obviously, I'm going to predict my team to sweep. Uh, I I feel pretty comfortable on Transilio, and we we're having three power ups. I think helps us. I trust that Catalyst and company will be able to win those, and will be able to generally keep the flag either in base or at least on our half the field, uh, holding holding them with those mid boosts and. On offense, we'll be able to abuse those portals and that back bomb enough to get out against one of the better, if not the best defense in the league that the other team has. So, my team, and the, oh, okay, and then on Clementine, uh, I feel we, I think we're pretty comfortable on that map. It's a little slower, which we like. It's pretty easy to play OD on, not the easiest, not the hardest, and 
I think that we'll be able to uh, put up. It's easy to prevent on, which helps my defense because we kind of struggle at, with prevent at points. So, with judging by all those factors and the fact that I'm also never going to predict my team to not sweep, I think my team will get the win, get the sweep this week, and vault up above Young Hotties, hopefully into second place in the standings. Um, you can hear me, right? Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I don't know. Young Hadi's looking really good. You guys are pretty, really pretty solid. Um, Young Hadi's with a good defense. Um, I mean, I think Young Hadi's overall has the better squad. Um, by a good amount. Uh, strong defense, pretty strong offense. You have a Pretty strong offense, but your defense isn't prevent heavy. So um, <clears throat> once Jake's on the time to get out, I think uh, he has to struggle to get reset on this place and stuff. But they also have a good defense. So I'm going to say Young Hotties take a... I'm going to say they take a... For the... I don't know if I should say for the two or five to, five to one. And I'm gonna say five to one actually. I think uh actually no four to two. I think they'll win Transilio and then barely losing uh Clementine on OT. Alright. Uh final matchup for eighteen, Puppet Capture versus We the People. Another one of these low middle matchup uh matchup thingies here, so uh, Puppet Capture is pretty consistent on A-Team, uh, usually getting splits, and we the people a little bit more inconsistent with similar results, but sometimes winning in blowout, sometimes losing by a lot, so judging by those two factors and by the fact that their skill levels are, their overall skill levels are probably about the same. I think all indicators point that it will be just a normal split here. Uh, probably with we the people taking Transilio because it's more... Their m mechanics will allow Homie to keep the flag in base a lot, and their offense is really juicy. They can abuse those portals, get to that base boost, and racking those caps. And Puppet Casters will take uh, the other map because it's... More slow-paced and easier to prevent on, which will help their defense. So, yeah, normal split here. I think that'll be a pretty obvious result. Um, I think, I think the, the, honestly, do you think We the People is better than Puppet Capitals, or do you think they're on the same skill level? And all? They're, they're on the same skill level. They're both low-middle teams that will probably both make the playoffs and lose in the first round. Okay. Um. I think. Uh. I mean. That they'll. You said they'll both make playoffs. Yeah, so they'll both make yeah. playoffs. I think. Alright. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Puppet captures and we the people having like. Good wins. Uh, I think we the people have has more like of the blowout wins and stuff. 
Uh, so, because they have a, like, strong offender in here, and then, you know. But, um, I think, uh, uh, I think we the people will take four out of, four to two here again. <laughs> like I said, like, the, what, the whole, yeah. the whole matchups, but, um, and I just think, um, they have more explosiveness on offense than puppy captures do. Um, and, uh, they're, they have, I mean, they both have really good, like, off, they have good offense and defense, but, um, I just think, actually, no, I, yeah, I think we, the people just go and dominate Otentilio, and then, like, losing OT on Clementine, Clementine, however you say it, but, um, I don't know, just both solid teams that going to have a good matchup that's close, so, yeah. All right, I'm moving on to B team, going in reverse order. Puppet captures versus We the People. Uh, I mean, Puppet captures doesn't have the best team. Availability questions: Carl's probably gone. Karamat and Grama have both missed multiple weeks. But then on the other side is by far the worst team in the league. That they don't scrim, they don't try, they don't have any really good players besides who? Who even is their best player? I don't know. Prowl, prowl, probably. No, Overkill, obviously. Uh, no. Overkill, prowl, prowl. They'd be good uh, thir- uh, first and fourth balls probably on most B teams, but they don't have any support, and they just don't scrim. I don't know. They try to scrim, but they'd never find anyone because no one wants to scrim them because it, their team's terrible. <laughs> so... Due to that and puppet casters having solid depth options that aren't aren't the greatest aren't like star players, but they get the job done in most cases. Although they got swept last week, I do think that they will pick it up this week and get a sweep of their own nine to nothing. Yeah, um I mean I don't know, because what well, when do people did actually get the overkill pick up, which is pretty good. But puppet captures haven't looked that uh dominant these past couple of weeks. Oh, and then they're missing one of their top four in Carl. Uh, but um, I don't know what's it think so they'll come to. I mean, I still think yeah, they probably will take at least like two out of three here. Um, who knows what maps? But um, I think uh, we the people can at least sneak with one uh here and take away a win. So uh I'm gonna call up puppet capture take two to three. I think we the people has a good enough uh team to take one if they put in like their starting lineup for one of the games. Alright. Uh next matchup my team versus Young Hotties. Uh Young Hotties struggled last week against another top three team and they've run into yet another buzzsaw this week. My team is elite. We have no bad players. We have the best player in the league in King Cruel. We have a top three defender in Ralph. Uh, four starting caliber players in Gospel, Cooler, Ice, and Larson. And two very solid depth options with Adam and Dolph, who had both of their best weeks last week, I think. So... Everyone on this team is on fire. We have no weak points, and we're playing well. We're playing smart. We have good mechanics, and the young hotties, I think, will be missing Tinder. Graham asked me to reschedule for 
one player, which is kind of ridiculous, to Thursday, but we sadly are missing half, like half of the team, half of the team on Thursday, so that's not really an option to have a reschedule. So I don't think Young Hotties has a chance to take any points off my team. We're just too good. My team gets the sweep, and one of the games will be close, and the other two will be blowouts. Um, I mean, missing Tinder, who is one of his best players, is going to be unfortunate. Which I would understand why he would want to. But I mean, no one re- who the, who the hell reschedules for one player? Like, okay, come on. look, 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 look. That one player is one of his best players. Two, he is in like seventh in the standing, so he's going to try to fight I mean, for yeah. uh, the play a secured playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess there's no harm in asking, but I'm not going to accept that one. Like, literally, I, I would be missing Larson, Ice, and Cooler on Thursday, so that's not really an option for our team. Well, I thought you said your whole team is good. <laughs> we we are, but they are, it's like half, that's like half of my starting lineup in my fifth ball, so not not going to do that. Fair, fair. Um... I think, uh, I mean, with them missing Tinder, it's going to be, what, OD God, uh, Tag, probably. Um, yeah, they're always kind of weak, but they're the, their defense is very, Frodo, very strong. Maybe, yeah, maybe Frodo plays, though. Not uh, really sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I still just think you guys have a really strong rotation. Uh, obviously, better team overall, and, uh, I mean, if they're going against, if they went against us and kind of lost, um, not by like blowout, but you know, like they lost, um, I think you guys probably have a chance to take a sleep here, but, um, you got, you're going to have all your players, right? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, if they're missing one of their top four and then like you guys are, um, have all your players and then, well, um. I think uh you guys will probably take the sweep here. Um I would say they probably have a chance to uh actually no. I think yeah, you guys will take the sweep full on sweep, unfortunately, because they won't have a strong of an offense as usual unless they have like Frodo note and they'll probably make it closer. But I'm gonna go with Frodo still on D, so yeah. Okay, next matchup. Capillaries versus Bohemian Capital. Uh, BCC is another one of those top three teams. Capillaries fighting for their lives with that ace place in the playoffs. Standing. Showing last week that when they played their top lineup, all four of them all together in one or multiple halves, that they can get some positive results as they barely beat 80 degrees in that game one. But... Their starting four still isn't as good as BCC with Perpetualist and, uh, so it's Perpetualist, it's Luke Moo, and I think they play Rig O. Rig and Active O. I'm pretty sure that's what Rick told me when we were doing something on Saturday. So, I mean, whatever their starting lineup is, they just have too many good players. They have Cell, they have Lodzi, they have Jer32 all on the bench. Uh, penis wings is decent. I'm radical is decent, and when you just have all these players such as 
Kolmogorov, Kolmogorov, dude on Capilliers, Corso, sorry I suck, Red Kill Tiger, who's decent, but not the greatest. I don't know if their starters can really cancel that out. They have a pretty significant weakness that the other team doesn't have, and therefore I will take BCC getting the sweep. They did it last week against uh, somebody. Against We the People, which isn't really saying much, but their lineup's just too good. They will get the sweep. We, um... Are we on B team? Yes, we we are we are on B team. Uh, sorry, I I, I um was doing something. Forgot where we were. At. You said B team, uh, BCC versus Cavaliers. Yeah. All right. Um. I mean, BCC is kind of stacked, and uh, who did they beat up on last week? Uh, we the people, which is oh, that's, that's not very impressive, but um. I'm going to say BCC takes a 2 out of 3 here. I think Capillaries can sneak one away with the top 4, uh, which are good enough. Um, Might even uh keep two games close. I think they'll get one game, one win, and then keep like one of the three games um, close and then lose another one. The other one, but um, a good amount. But uh, Actually, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say... Um, BCC takes two out of three just because their team's like pretty stacked and good, and uh, Cavaliers have a strong enough top four to sneak one away. All right, uh, second to last game of the week is 80 degrees versus Manipulation Station. Uh, two teams that are right next to each other in the standings, fourth and fifth place, separated by only three points, and. I like 80 degrees is lined up still. Uh, they've Ducky, they've Traps, and they've Button, they've Teeth, they've North. Those five are all still really good players who could probably lead on their uh, respective positions. Uh, they all, Corrance is not terrible either, as really their only uh, depth player that isn't starting caliber, and... Uh, manipulation station kind of in a similar situation now uh only having four players show up last week pretty sure they only had like five show up when we played them two weeks ago but their their lineup is still really good with poet and firestorm llama and somebody poet llama i'm a goat firestorm smoji's not that great but decent enough to not be complete liability. So, battle of the stronger line, battle of the strong lineups, and I think eighty degrees has the slightly stronger lineup. I trust, I trust that uh, noise that the the offensive noise button T Swift will be able to dominate the defense of who whoever even plays D for this team. Maybe probably poet llama. But Smoji also plays D, Goat also plays D, so whoever the hell the defense is on this team, I think that 80 degrees offense will be able to do very well against them. 80 degrees defense, probably a little weaker, but still, they'll still be able to have a decent amount of success, so I'll take an 80 degrees, 2 out of 3 here. They aren't good enough to sweep, but I think, I think they still have a 
significant, uh, better of enough team for me to call this a six to three, uh, victory for them. May may even be a seven to two win, but I'll I'll say six to three because manipulate. They they are very close in the uh, standings. So yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say. Uh, I mean, if manipulation station, um, keeps uh, the top four. On, I think actually, I think they said Farson couldn't make last week, so that's why he wasn't there. So he should probably be there this week. But um, they're going against a better team than two puppet captures, so uh, uh, it's gonna be. A lot, uh, I think a little more competitive for them, obviously, but uh, hmm, uh, Nips will probably take a. I'm gonna say it's gonna be a five-four split here for uh, eighty degrees. I think they will get um two wins and then uh over no, one win, an overtime win, and then uh. Uh, loss, and then the Knicks will have a overtime, no, overtime loss, a win, and a loss, if I'm correct. Um, yeah. I don't know, I just think, um, Knicks can definitely compete, but if they have their other, like, if they have, like, more, if they have at least one other person to rotate, I don't think, uh, they'll do as good as they did last week, because they don't keep just their top four in the whole time, if you know what I mean. And then, mm-hmm. like, eight degrees have solid, like, Top five, top six players. So, yeah. All right, final matchup of the week is your team, LST versus LBT. And I don't think it's going to be very close. Your team is one of those top three teams that have been just destroying everybody. And I don't think there's any reason to believe that that will stop at all this week. Uh, even with your team having those depth players that are significantly worse than the starters, in we saw last week that they were that your team was still able to take a sweep against a team that's a little better than LBT. LBT not terrible. Uh, they did get destroyed by my team last week, but that's just because my team is elite. Their their players are still good. Just got to work out some chemistry, teamwork type things. So. Yeah, I don't even think they got the. You got good Let me make just... the prediction. The prediction is together. your team gets a sweep. There's no reason to uh think that it will change. That the results will change for. It's basically the same matchup that you guys had last week, and the same matchup that LBT had last week also, and both of them were sweeps. So, it'll be a sweep yeah. again, I think. All right. Um. I don't want to be rude, but I just think we're going to take the sweep here. Um, I don't know, we've just been dominant, and uh, it's probably not going to stop. But OBT is probably one of the weakest teams this season, and uh, unless they like just have like played really well all of a sudden, then uh, they might sneak one away. But I don't think they'll uh, that'll happen. So uh, I think it was they was still. Um, keep it somewhat competitive, but I think we'll still do really well and take the sweep here with the our the solid overall lineup and that's so yeah. Alright, I think that 
is going to do it. Uh, we went 11 minutes over uh, the <laughs> predicted what, time. What is it? We, is we're it we're at one, yeah, 111, so. That's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you talked too much during the... Uh, me? Okay. You talked too talk much too during much. the time that, like I, that I was like supposed to be. You talked like five minutes, though, to be honest. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. Maybe. Okay. okay. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, good luck this week, and we'll see you in the next one. Yep. Peace. Good- goodbye.